three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the real pineapple. This is your <laughs> sorry. This is your humble host, Hunter. I'm so happy. I'm talking about what I'm about to be talking about. So I am talking about the second official trailer for Fast and Furious Nine. Which, my God, <laughs> we're getting we're okay. So it's actually funny. I have the original. Uh, the Fast and the Furious uh, paused right now on my TV because I'm going to watch that with dinner tonight because I'm prepping for all of you to review every single Fast and Furious film um, leading up to uh, Furious uh, the, the Furious 7 because that was the first uh, Fast and Furious film that we uh, reviewed for the channel. So we did uh, Furious 7, uh, you know, Furious 7, Furious 8, and then Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, you can check out those reviews uh, on our channel. But I was sitting here thinking about it. Wait, wow, I've never, like, I don't remember the earlier ones that well. It, it, it feels like the franchise, I mean, it definitely got shot in the arm with uh, Dwayne Johnson joining in, uh, in Fast Five. But I was sitting here going, you know, I don't really remember the earlier ones. So I'm going to start a rewatch on all of them. And so... That will be coming down the pipeline. But what I will tell all of you is that watching this new trailer for Fast and Furious 9, uh, there are some things I definitely picked out. And my God, I, I'm excited for this because if you've been listening to the podcast or listening to really anyone's podcast uh, that does movie, uh, that does uh, film reviews, it's been really hard to go to theater. You know, some places are more locked down than others and all that jazz. Myself, I haven't been to a theater in over a year. I believe the last review that I did for a film that I saw in theaters was, I believe, Sonic the Hedgehog. So it's been about 14 months-ish. So I I was going to go see Mortal Kombat in theater. I, theaters, I'll probably wait for that. To be honest, this might be the first film I go see in an actual theater as far as a new release. So if that's the case, I will definitely bring that up in the uh, in the review. But I'm excited for this because I believe this film is going to be what Tenet wanted, uh, that what Christopher Nolan wanted Tenet to be. Now, granted, just from the trailer, I'll be honest, I already like this way more than Tenet. Uh, also the black people in this movie have names so that's a, so that's so that's already an improvement but i just want to go and break down a couple things that i personally saw in the trailer so watching this i do appreciate because i think in the i think fate of the furious the house got blown up or uh, dom uh dom Letty's house got blown up can't really remember because again it's been a minute that's why i'm rewatching these but i i appreciate that they're at least staying somewhat within their own continuity which i will get to in a second also the fact that the movie f- f- uh, the trailer flat out goes hey we're finally going to space because if you pause at the four second mark uh brian their kid is playing with a car and then i believe it's letty uh yeah it is letty is playing with a spaceship it's just it's clear foreshadowing so all these people going 
They're going to space, really? Really? Pay attention. Just just take half a second and look. The other thing I really like, um, that I really appreciate early on is that while I think Tokyo Drift sucks because it's not good, but I, I at least what from what I remember, we'll review it. But there are there's crew uh from the Tokyo Drift uh films. Uh Sean, who's played by Lucas Black, and then uh Twinkie. Was played by Bow Wow. God, what a dumb name. Uh, Bow Wow, not Twinkie. And then, uh, and then uh, Earl, who's played by uh, Jason uh, uh, Tobin. They're in there, which I was like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. Little sad that uh, Natalie Kelly's uh, Nella isn't back, but you know, I guess we can't get everything we want. Brian still being out of the picture. The trailer addressing that early on, showing him. You know, being super dad. So I appreciate that they're keeping that thread, you know, just to kind of remind people like, hey, you know, while we've lost Paul Walker, he's still alive in our universe. And even though he's not, you know, a player anymore, we're still going to acknowledge him. So I really did appreciate that. One thing I am really curious about is that it looks like they went ahead and moved, uh, moved from, uh, moved to a new uh, place at least as far you know as location and I want to know how long it's been because it feels like <coughs> pardon me it does feel like it's been maybe a year maybe longer since they've seen uh since they've seen everyone so I'm curious if that's an intentional if there's maybe an internal riff uh with uh certain members or maybe if Dom and Letty are just trying to be, you know, super mom and super dad. So that's actually something I am uh, already like, hmm, all right, let, let's see where that goes. The thing about this trailer that makes me so incredibly happy is the trailer, actually the movie, every movie from uh, that Fast and Furious has from this point moving on really should just show a physics book and someone just either shooting it or burning it. <laughs> And then show the Universal logo because the use of magnets in this trailer is insane. And I thought it was insane, like, in the first shot where you see magnets. It's like, oh, wow, all right. Like, just everything is going ahead and just, you know, attaching and breaking through store windows. Oh, no, 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 no. It is way more insane than that. And that is something that I went, you know what? And, and here's the thing, people. Let's call this what it is. Because I do know people like this, so I'm going to call them out. If you're one of those people who goes, I don't like comic book films, but you love these movies. Really? Because these are these are comic book movies at this point. Even though I haven't seen the first film in forever. The, the, car, the, the movies used to be about street racing. The cars are really now just a thing they kind of need to put in because they are calling in these Fast and Furious films. So... Yeah, it's dumb, but my god, is this fun dumb? This is the definition. These films have become really the definition of a popcorn flick. Uh, you know, I mean, you could say the Marvel films are, but, you know, the Marvel films do touch on, you know, some social issues and things like that. These films are just straight up, usually revenge-driven because someone, you know, person A screwed person B, and now, you know, the whole crew has to suffer because of it. But you know what? Cool. If you know what you are and you're able to still keep me entertained, fuck yeah. I don't care. I, I will totally give the film uh, this rope. But the amount of magnets in this movie uh, is 
absurd in the best way. A uh, cipher returns played again by my future ex-wife Charlie Theron, and she just she is using these magnets to destroy cities to go ahead and catch uh, Jacob's uh, uh, Jacob's car, who's played by John Cena, which I will get to in a moment, but. Again, it just looks like there are no fucks being given. Uh, Justin Lin, who is directing um, this film, uh, he's directing uh, the uh, he's directing the oh my gosh, the next two actually. So he's directed Fast Nine, and he's directing Fast Ten and Fast Eleven, which he has even said that he, while he thinks of the films as part of this whole canon. He does consider them almost like, you know, like really its own trilogy, which I think is a very interesting way uh, to look at it. So, you know, hell yeah, man. Like, you, you want to go ahead and keep doing these? You know, why the hell not? But I, I love the fact that the magnet use is already this absurd. And this is just a trailer. Like, you know, there's things they haven't even showed us yet with the magnets. So I'm horribly excited to see how they just continue to take a giant dump on every law of physics. John Cena being in this was something that I was pleasantly surprised to see in the uh, first film or in the uh, first trailer. So the fact he's being brought in as Dom's brother, you know what? Cool. Hell yeah. Like if, if that's what you want to do, I, I'm all I am all about it. Uh, John Cena, man, l let's give the man credit where, where it's due. He while the Marine is by no means a classic, I think he's actually good in the film. Uh, he's pretty good in 12 rounds, too. Uh, again, dumb movie, but he's pretty good in it. Uh, he is flat out great in Trainwreck, uh, for the, uh, for the little bit he's in there. Um, he's excellent in Bumblebee, too, uh, basically playing, uh, Guile from, uh, from Street Fighter. I think he's great in that. While playing with fire is an absolute piece of crap, and I will not pretend that it's not. Uh, he showed off his comedic shops in uh, Blockers. I think Blockers is a lot of fun. I think it's an actually much sweeter film than to give him credit for. And then Ferdinand, uh, you know, hell, that was a, that's an Oscar-nominated film. I mean, yes, animated, but still, it's an Oscar-nominated film that he starred in and that did well at the box office. So while I don't think John Cena's Dave Bautista or Dwayne Johnson I think he's a much better actor than people are giving him credit for. And this is the kind of shit that a lot of people really want to see him in. They want to see him at, you know, in these more action driven films. So here's the thing. I don't I don't believe that Universal is dumb enough to kill off John Cena in this fucking movie. I think that would be a giant mistake. Here's the thing, though. They could. <sighs> I don't know if they'll have the balls to do it in this movie. Actually, if I. Yeah, actually, I think it's like a maybe a 3% chance they would actually do this. But if they kill Dom, he you have his brother right here who John Cena is playing in Jacob Toretto. He could slide right on into that spot and be the head of this of this crew. Like there's a world where that happens. But the most likely thing is that they'll team up, take down uh my my take down my ex-wife, and he'll go ahead and join the crew. Which, you know what? Cool. John Cena and Vin Diesel working off uh, working off each other would actually be something I would be weirdly intrigued to see. So I'm really excited though because we're gonna get some John Cena versus Vin Diesel fight scenes. Now, admittedly, we have to suspend our disbelief that John Cena would actually lose to Vin Diesel <laughs> in any sort of fight. But you know, eh, all right, fair enough. 
the thing I do love about this, though, is that it does tie back to, so what I do vaguely remember, I believe, uh, so Dom, uh, so Dom and Jacob's brother got killed, but then Dom went to jail because he assaulted the guy uh, who did it. So they could use that whole time in prison, you know, you weren't there for me aspect to really fuel Jacob's anger, which I wouldn't be mad at. You know, cliche, yes, but would make a lot of sense as far as where they're trying to go ahead and take this. Uh, his, uh, uh, John Cena, Jacob, having his own cross necklace, I thought that was a very nice touch because it's very, it's very Toretto. And it does play up that whole uh, family aspect, which, oh man, I, I, I wonder how many times we're going to say family. <laughs> <laughs> family in this fucking movie. Uh, another thing I appreciated, Dom is back with the shotgun. I was like, okay, the old school pump action shotgun's back. Like, like, all right, you know what? Why the fuck not? It's a cool throwback and, you know, shows that these writers and the directors are actually, you know, paying attention to some of this shit. Again, go figure. Jacob has his own private army, which Mia says. Uh, Jordana Brewster is back in the fold, which I'm really happy she's back. So, why does Jacob have his own private ar army? Is it Cypher's army, or is it actually Jacob's army? Very curious to hear about that, and I do have to bring up the, the probably the biggest, I don't say the biggest, you know what, yeah, fuck it, I'll say the, it's the biggest moment. At the 123, uh, at the 123 mark, and, <laughs> or at the 124 mark, and complete blunt honesty i actually got chills <laughs> watching this in the trailer seeing han back yes we're getting justice for han now couple things how is han back because let's be clear he did die in tokyo drift because uh what's his name shaw killed him uh um uh, uh not uh not decker wait decker shaw i think it's decker shaw uh, the the shot that Jason saved him played. He killed him in a uh, at the end of Tokyo Drift. You get the um, the post credit. I can't remember if that's a, at the end of Furious Six or whatever. But there is a scene where Don or uh, where uh, Han is killed. So how is Han back? And I'm gonna make this comparison. It's in the same way that I'm going to give Marvel and DC just rope to make good films. Um, I mean, Marvel's already making those, but if DC just wants to go like, hey, we're going to have a Batman, you know, played by Robert Pattinson, and we're going to have, you know, animated series stuff here, and just say multiverse, and I get quality, fuck it, that's totally fine. I thought it was a mistake when they killed Han anyway, and Gal Gadot's character, she got killed, so, I mean, if, if death means nothing in these movies, which, I mean, <laughs> then, you know what, fuck it, bring them back. Even if you have to go the hilarious uh, Sherlock route and just kind of dance around how you're bringing them back, that's fine. I really don't care at this point. As if, if Han gets a chance to really shine in this, which from what I'm seeing in the trailer, it looks like there is very little reason to think that he won't get a prominent role in this and have multiple moments to show why he's a badass, then fuck it. So be it. You know, why Why? why the hell not? Um... As I already mentioned that uh, Leah, uh, that Mia is back in action, I feel really bad. But Ramsey, I know, is like one of their one of their hackers. I can't remember. I think she premiered in Furious Seven. She might have premiered earlier 
Again, if she did, haven't watched these in a while, cut me some slack. But her, the whole sequence of her uh, getting out uh, and tr- attempting to drive a car is actually pretty funny. I went, you know what? All right, that's pretty cool. I also love that, um, and it is Deckard Shaw. I love that Helen Mirren is back uh, as a, a Ma- uh, was it Magdalene? Magdalene Shaw. I'm so happy she's back because she clearly looks like she's having a blast in these movies. And honestly, good. I'm happy she's back. And she could be that potential connection between this film and uh, maybe a Hobbs and Shaw too. Maybe, maybe Cypher is working for that mysterious person that we heard at the end of Hobbs and Shaw. Maybe, maybe that's how they're going to connect everything. So I'm actually really curious to see how she's utilized. Dom's, uh, black charger is back too and i have to say uh i i've always been a fan of the car it just looks fucking beautiful but this one <laughs> so it looks like this new magnet technology they're using has been uh integrated into the car so it's it's basically just like a a, a, a literal driving bomb to just send shit wherever the fuck it wants which you know what fine fuck it who the fuck cares at this point? You know, I, I again, I am giving the movie some rope here. Um, Hans uh, Mazda RX-7 isn't back, which I was like, well, that's that's kind of that's kind of lame. I really love that fucking car. But I do appreciate that he's got a new car, the Toyota uh, Supra, I think. But it has the exact same uh, paint scheme as his uh, car in Tokyo Drift, which I went, you know what? That's a cool... Like, that's still a cool uh, homage to it. So, uh, I actually really like that. And then, the last thing I'm going to bring up. <laughs> uh, so, they, again, they've all but confirmed that they are taking the shit into space. Why they're going to space, who the fuck knows. But the final shot of the trailer is Roman and, uh, uh, Roman and Tej donning makeshift astronaut suits in this rocket power car and when they're being dropped from the plane that they're attached to instead of the, uh they hit the gas and it looks like they're fucking flying so really like so to go back to what i was bringing up in the original uh, at the beginning of the trailer was it the kid that inspired that because you know, a make sh- a car going into space is just even trying to wrap my head around that. I mean, unless they're teaming up with the Fantastic Four and we don't fucking know it yet, the fact that they're making this is just it. Oh my god, I can't believe June is almost here, so I can watch this fucking movie. Uh, credit where it's due, and I and I have to shout this out real quick as I wrap up. The first Fast and Furious film um, came out in two thousand one. That was uh, that was a thirty-eight million dollar budget for the film for the first one, uh, made two hundred seven point uh, three million, and I believe that's just uh, stateside. But that came out June twenty second, uh, June twenty second, two thousand one, right? So Fast Nine obviously was supposed to come out last year, but because of COVID, you know, that kind of derailed everything. This film's coming out on the twenty fifth, so almost. 20 years to the day of the first one. I found that really, I found that really apropos. And again, while COVID has been a terrible, terrible thing, it's really cool that the film 
uh, this new film that's really going to, I again, I believe, going to really welcome people back to the cinemas and really get butts in the seats. The fact that it's coming out almost 20 years to the day of the first one, which, let's be clear, did anyone fucking think we'd be on the ninth Fast and Furious film when you saw the first one back in 01? I remember seeing this when I was going to Judkins Middle School in in, uh, in Bismo Beach, California. And this was the first time I was like, you know, hanging out with the, you know, hanging out with kids from school. And seeing that movie was a fucking experience. And I, I think I was in seventh grade. I can't remember seventh or eighth grade. I think it was seventh. But I was really happy. And, you know, it's a dumb car movie with some hot, you know, some hot models and Paul Rudd. And, uh, okay, Paul Rudd. Paul Walker. Oh, if Paul Rudd was in these. That would be fantastic. But the fact that they've been able to endure after making a very bad sequel to The Fast and Furious and have turned these films into what they are, you got to give Universal credit for that. And we are going to get spinoffs. They've already announced that. So while the main canon is ending uh, with the 11th film, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with these moving forward. I believe the 11th, I believe Dom will die um, before, uh, by the time the credits roll on the 11th film. And, you know, it could be used to go ahead and elevate some, you know, some younger, uh, some younger actor, uh, you know. So I'm really curious what they're going to do with this uh, ninth film, but June cannot get here soon enough. Uh, soon enough. Also, it is my birth month, so hooray. But everyone, Fast 9, what are you excited about the most on it? Let me know in the comments. You can like us on Facebook or both our Facebook pages at The Real Pineapple. That's R-E-E-L Pineapple. You can also like our gaming page at Real Pineapple Games. I'm going to be streaming here in the next couple uh, next couple weeks here. I will keep all of you updated on that. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple, uh, and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Tune Up at The Real Pineapple. And you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. That's R-E-E-L, Pineapple. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at NearmanTheFirst. And thank you again so much for listening, everyone. We are going to have reviews uh, for this week. I'm going to have a review for all of the, well, actually, yeah, eh, most of them. I'll have reviews for the Best Picture nominees uh, for the Oscars this year. And I will, on Friday, be posting my uh, my thoughts as far as who I think is going to win in each major category for the Oscars. And after the Oscars, I will have my quick reactions as far as who won and if they deserve to win or I thought that someone got screwed, all that jazz. So I'll have those thoughts as well. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please take care of each other. Wear a mask. Go get your COVID shot. The world is almost ready to open back up. So let's please, please, please hang in there, people. And uh, thank you again for listening. And we will talk to you soon.